Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. As the saying goes, all good things must come to an end. And unfortunately, that's exactly what happened to the New York football giants this past weekend. Their season not only came to an end, it came to a crashing end. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. Yep, the Giants' season is over. Now, they're not the only ones whose season came to an end, but let me start with the Giants because, as you guys and gals know, the Giants are my team. I work with them. Uh, I cover them closely. Uh, They had a very good season, a very, very good season. They went from a four-win team to winning uh, 9-7, and 9-7-1 regular season record to a great win in Minnesota in the playoffs. Uh, but, um, man, they got smacked around every which way by the Philadelphia Eagles this past weekend in that 38-7 trouncing. And, um, well, l- l- let me say this about the Giants. What I... But yeah, I know I picked them to win. But, you know, I, I mean, you know, we, you know what about what picks are like and opinions? Everybody's got one. Need I say more? But you, you, have, you have fun with picks. I just thought that the Giants, I mean, clearly the Eagles were a better team going into the game. And they certainly were a much better team during the game and coming out of the game. But when you get as close, you know, to me, and I've said this all the time, the hardest thing to do is get into the playoffs. I firmly believe that. The hardest thing to do, toughest task, is getting into the playoffs. And why do I say that? Because you got to play what is now a 17-game schedule. You got to play 17 games and survive. That's tough. That's tough coming out of each conference. Now, as Bill Parcells and you people have heard me quote this many times before, Parcells would always say the key is getting into the tournament. That's the most important thing because once you get into the tournament, you need to be playing well, very well at the right time. And you can use a little bit of luck, a break here, a break there, and you never know which way it could go. You never know which way it could go. Listen, the last two times during Tom Coughlin's tenure as the Giants head coach, when the Giants won the Super Bowl each time, Giants were not the best team in the league. didn't matter they got hot at the right time and I thought the Giants might be able to do that but right away right away the Eagles said forget about it 
I mean, for lack of a better term, the Philly Philly people, the Philly football players, they made places famous for cheesesteaks. They made cheesesteaks out of the Giants. What what shocked me the most about the game, and maybe I shouldn't have been shocked, because you know the Eagles were a terrific team all season. But maybe people, we and I'm including myself, maybe we thought there were little cracks here and there. You know, uh, Jalen Hurts was hurt down the stretch, uh, was so-so in the season finale that they had a clinch against the Giants. They only beat the Giants uh, 22-16. Uh, but, man... The Eagles are the real deal. What 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 I thought what shocked me the most, and I'll I'll say shocked, the Eagles just shredded, shredded the Giants defense. A very good defense. They shredded the Giants defense. I mean they, they just they went through the line. It, it seemed every time somebody, um, Miles Sanders was carrying a ball, it seems like he was carrying five people on his back. What was going to be a two-yard game gain ended up being a, what, a six or a seven, eight-yard gain. Just, and then conversely, the, the um, Giants defense, excuse me, not the, the, uh, the Philly defense, did a good job on a Giants offense. It, it it was it was an old fashioned butt kicking, an ass kicking, any which way you want to call it. But now, see, now what happens? I went yesterday. It was Giants cleanup day. It was the Giants cleanup day. When I say clean up, they clear out, they, if you will. And, you know, there was an open locker room for, you know, us in the media. And, you know, asking players this, asking players that. And the big questions, which, quite frankly, I understand because I'm part of the media. I understand that people need to ask questions. They, I understand people need to look for angles on stories. But I thought some of the questions being asked yesterday were, frankly, flat-out silly. You got Dan, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley f- for two and call them the two most key people on the Giants. The quarterback and the star running back, team leaders. And the questions, to me, ad nauseum, one after the other. You know, I'll start with with Daniel. Uh, Do you think you'll be back here? You want to be back here? Uh, Do you know what the other people make? What the other quarterbacks earn? 
Are you aware of that? They're asking Daniel all these questions. And Daniel is very noncommittal. He's not tipping his hand. Yeah, I I know the business side of it. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm paraphrasing now. Yeah, I, I like it here. I like all the people here. But he's not saying flat out, like he, he's not sa- saying what people would like him to say. I want to be a giant forever. And sa- sa- the same deal with Saquon Barkley. Same deal with Saquon Barkley. But let's let's first talk about Daniel Jones. You know, because that is business, folks. You know that the agents of all these players tell their players, shh, shh, when they're asking you what you want to do. You don't want to tip your hand because as soon as you tip your hand, you back yourself into a corner and you give up leverage. You don't want to do that. And in fairness to ownership and the coaching staff, they don't want to do that. I I think it's plain to see throughout the season what the Giants think of Daniel Jones. It's plain to see what Brian Dable, head coach Brian Dable, thinks of Daniel Jones. The fondness that he has. But, like right after the game, what, what, what can you say about the season Daniel Jones had? He was good. You know, they want him to say gushing things. He can't say that because this is part of the business. Now, whether you like it or I like it or somebody else likes it or don't like it, that's tough crap. Doesn't matter. It's business. Just like it was business, as I told you all along back, you know, in in December when we were going through all the business with Aaron Judge. It's business. I said, nobody has a black hat. Nobody has a white hat in this. It'll be business decisions. But this, with with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley is ridiculous because neither of them are going anyplace. You can take that to the bank right now. I ain't going to be wrong on picking those two to remain Giants as I was wrong on picking the Giants to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Daniel Jones will get his contract and Saquon Barkley will either get his contract or be given the franchise tag. And if he gets that, he'd be, he, listen, he's going to make I, 11, 12, 13 million dollars a year. I think Christian McCaffrey is, is the top running back. I think it's 16, 16, 5. So he, he gets an average of the top running backs and it's going to work out. And it's going to work out for Daniel. Now, the reason I think they would give, of course, I'm not giving you any, wow, that's so brilliant to say. It's common sense. You're not going to give Saquon, you're not going to want to give Daniel Jones 
the franchise tag because that franchise tag, God knows it could be $35 million a year. But who knows? Maybe Daniel's going to get that with the new contract. But, you know, the running back is going to get less. But these guys want to be here. You know who had the best answer? And I mean this. I think I've said it to you people in the past. Rookie Kayvon Thibodeau, number five. Rookie Kayvon Thibodeau. He's standing at his locker, surrounded by a mob, a scrum of reporters, and somebody asked, in effect, would you like to see this defense stay together and, and, and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And Thibodeau, who I've never seen a rookie in any sport ever in all my years be as smart and sophisticated with answers as Kayvon Thibodeau. So you know what Thibodeau's answer was when he was asked that? You want the defense, your defense to stay together? He looked, said, that's a question for the people upstairs. Right to the point. Because he knew how to answer. He was short and quick with it. And he was right. I mean, somebody asked Saquon Barkley, well, would you give your... um, Giants, a hometown discount. Well, first of all, he's not going anyplace. So he's not giving them a discount, okay? He'll get the franchise tag put on him, but uh, at worst. But it, it just, to ask him if he was going to give, it really shocked me, a, a hometown discount. Now, Let's be fair to Saquon. How silly would it be to give him, for Saquon to say, yeah, I'll give him a discount because this is where I want to be. What kind of leverage is that? What kind of negotiating nonsense would that be on Saquon's part? Guys to be placed in a tough situation. Then uh, Leonard uh, Williams, big Leonard, number 99 on defense was asked, well, would you be, you know, because he's got the biggest cap hit on the team. Uh, And they were asking Leonard, uh, somebody asked Leonard, well, would you be willing to take less if it helped keep people here? And and he he answered it diplomatically, like something I have to think about. Should he say yes right away? It's, it's, It's silly. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do that right away. I mean, what what do you do? You don't give up your leverage. It's common sense. And I respected all of those guys for answering the questions that way. Just as I respected Brian Dable during the season, every time he was asked about whether it was Saquon, whether it was Daniel, Daniel Jones, good good how was he what'd you think of his performance very good solid good you want him to say the greatest thing since sliced bread he can't say that i'm sure that that's a discussion that they have with ownership too listen john mara the owner of the giants co-owner i mean has made it everybody knows how he feels about daniel jones on and off the field. 
So I, I'm telling you, folks, you're going to be reading. And and then when you, not only do you, you read, but you know what? I, I get a kick out of when people, some of these people who come in to do games and, uh, you know, the play-by-play people and the, the analysts, they come in to do the games. So who do they get information from? They get information, information, let's say, from the newspapers or the internet and I'm telling you, that becomes a discussion when it shouldn't be a discussion. Well, this one said this and this one said that. And and I guarantee you, as sure as I'm sitting here talking to you, that's going to be the storylines this week with the Giants. Who, who what they're going to pay and how they're going to pay it. Now, I get that. I understand that. Now, if you want to speculate, speculate but but to expect expect these people to say yeah 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 it's silly you know early on in my career and i'm going listen i i I came back from toronto uh came home to the new york area in 88 october 88 in fact my first night on the air was the night before the National League Championship Series between the Dodgers and uh, Mets were going to start in 1988. Okay? But a couple of years before that, and I'm not going to... Oh, yeah, I I can mention. It was with uh, WABC TV, Channel 7 here. Uh, I had gotten a call to come in to uh, interview... I met the uh, news director, had a great interview. They liked my tape and all this. And my agent told me, whatever you do, whatever you do, do not get into any numbers. That's my job. That's why you got me. That's, we'll discuss. Don't get into any numbers. So I have a very pleasant you know, meetings, everything goes good. I'm with the uh, um, news director and we get in the elevator and he's taking me up to meet the general manager. And on the way up in the elevator, he starts talking five-year deals and blah, 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 and how much do you want? What's this sound like to you? What's that sound like to you? And I knew then, I I knew then exactly what my agent was talking about, and I had never forgotten it. As he's talking to me, I'm saying, boy, my guy knew what he was talking about. And I politely said, not my job. That's why I got my agent. You'll have to talk to him. And, and, you know, there was no hard feelings, no, you know, it was my real first experience with something like that, you know. It wasn't just, you know, coming home. It was a big-time station. But I didn't bite because that would have been foolish on my part. As it worked out for other reasons, uh, I turned it down. Uh, really, it wasn't just about money, but... um you know, all things ends well. I was had been very happy the way things worked out. But I wasn't going to bite. 
And these people shouldn't bite, and they shouldn't be expected to bite. So that's where I stand on that. But you're going to be reading and hearing a lot about what the Giants should do and who they should spend what on and this and that, and oh, then they'll make you nervous. That's well, that's really why I'm bringing this up, folks. Don't be nervous about if all, all you Giant fans. Don't be nervous about where Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley are going to end up. They're going to end up right where they are as members of the New York Giants moving forward. Okay? Now, as far as what happens with this Giant team moving forward, you know, you just knew Brian Dable... And I've said this during the season, too. He was nobody's fool. Even when his team was 6-1, and you knew, I knew that he knew. Just by reading his body language and watching the things he said and how he, I just knew that he knew he had a long way to go. They go 9-7-1. and They have a terrific playoff win. But believe me, had they beaten Philly, had they beaten the Eagles, I would have been saying the same thing. There's a lot that needs to get fixed. They need to fix the receiving core. I mean, some guys stepped up when they needed to step up, but they're still not where they need to be. There are a lot of things that need fixing. They got some very important pieces in place. The Giants, listen, Brian Dable is ahead of schedule, but they won 10, they won 10 regular season, excuse me, nine regular season games in a playoff game. So it's a 10-win season. I can't guarantee that the Giants are going to do the same thing next year. And they might very well. In fact, I guarantee you they will be a better team next year with better personnel. But, you know, the right things have to happen at the right time. The right pieces have to fall into place. But, you know, Giant fans don't despair. It was a tough loss. It was. Listen, I thought the Giants, and, and I said this on, on um, my weekly show, that uh, that we do on a big blue kickoff on the Gi- on giants.com and i said that what the giants needed to do not necessarily score first but they needed to punch the eagles in the mouth punch him in the mouth let them know that they were going to be in a dogfight instead it was the giants who got punched in the mouth Big time. It was the Giants who got kicked in the teeth. Big time. It was the Giants who got kicked someplace else. Big time. And really, they were out of their league. They were out of their element. Eagles looked, and as the coach, Dable said after the game, they beat them every which way. Every which way. Now, having said that, 
as far as the other games go, I was two and two this past weekend. I had picked the um, Giants, so I lost that one. I picked Kansas City, so they beat the Jags. It was twenty-seven twenty. Um, I picked Buffalo, and Buffalo was kind of a pick like my Giants pick. I was picking with my heart, with what they went through with um, DeMar Hamlin. But let me tell you something. Cincinnati Bengals went in there on a snowy day, snowy conditions, and beat up the hometown Bills. Beat up the hometown Bills. Joe Burrow for, for Cincy, what a great quarterback. There's a reason they call him Joe Cool. So, since he wins that one, they're going to face the Kansas City Chiefs. And, that, that you know, that's what you like to see, a one seed, Kansas City, against a three seed, Cincy. Kansas City, the early line, I think, was a one-point favorite. And then you're going to have a one seed, the Eagles, home against a two seed, the 49ers. Eagles are a, a early... I think one point, uh, one and a half point, two point favorite, give or take a half a point. Um, listen, you, you you know what you got in that Eagles game? You got a twenty four year old quarterback in Jalen Hurts, and a twenty three year old quarterback in Brock Purdy, who did a nice job, nothing fancy, but nice job. Beating the Dallas Cowboys, helping helping the Niners beat the Dallas Cowboys nineteen twelve. That that's another se- team that had their season end in a thud. The Cowboys. We ex- I expected more offense from both teams at nineteen twelve. So I'll, I'll tell you right now, folks. My picks. My pick next week's. My pick next week's. My picks next week. I'm picking one road team. And one home team. I'm picking Cincinnati to get to the Super Bowl for the second year in a row, beating the hometown Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm saying the Eagles are going to take care of business against the San Francisco 49ers. I don't think Brock Purdy will be able to handle the um, Eagles' defense. I, I just don't think so. Um, but having said that, listen, folks, you have to uh, you got to be aware of when people say things and what is said and how it's reported. You have to be aware and not just jump to conclusions. And, and th- it, that happens far, far too much. Oh, What's going to happen with Daniel? What's going to happen with this guy? What's going to happen with that guy? I, 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 Like I said many times before, till I'm blue in the face, this is business. It's sports, but it's business. And as we know, sports is a multi-billion dollar business. So people look for angles and they don't give a rat's ass how they get there. They just want to get the angle. To me... Sometimes I think that's a half-assed way of doing business. But they choose to do it that way. I choose to do it my way. 
And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to be getting a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can always check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Got to thank my home here at Believe.com because I tell you each and every week, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, got to thank you to people. Because as I always say, without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody here to be talking to. And that's why I encourage all of you. Once again, I remind you each and every week, please make sure you download the Yes app if you haven't done so already and tell your friends to do the same so you people can watch me on my video podcast for Yes that comes out every week. Actually, it comes out every Tuesday, unless there's some strange thing going on. Uh, it'll be coming out again uh, tomorrow. So it's it'll be me and you on Get a Load of This, only this time on Yes, you'll be able to see me. In the meantime, folks, that's it for another edition of Get a Load of This. Have yourselves a great week. Enjoy the football and all the chatter. And I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have yourselves a great day. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.